Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Good morning, Faj Laj. I like it. I like that. It's always different, but the same. Yes. Yes. Same, same, but different. Yeah. And I loved our breakfast this morning. It was quite good. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, listeners. Yes. Thank you for listening again. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Mm -hmm. Grab your piping hot cup of joe. There you go. It rhymed. Get it? Grab your mimosa <laughs> and buckle up because this morning is going to be a wild ride. There you go. Exactly right. It really isn't. It's just going to be a normal episode here at Morning Coffee and Mimosa's Which headquarters. Which is always a wild ride. It is always unpredictable. We never know what exactly what is going to happen, what we might say. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> We actually do know what we're going to say. We don't know what comes out of our mouth, though. That's the thing. That's, true. That's the difference. You know, we have, uh, but this is a good one. And I want you to start right away with your, with what you said, because I thought it was great. Christina picked this topic and it's awesome. Start. Oh, that's so sweet. You're Now yeah. it's going to just let everyone down because you've set it up to be, you've set it up too high to start. Oh, really? I, you know, no, this is let's the, let the listeners decide if this is an awesome is topic. Very high. This is a great one because well, Christina came up with it and I couldn't agree with it more. Well, listeners will let you be the judge of this. Christina but... told me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about a topic that uh, I attended a conference not too long ago. And so this isn't an original idea per se, but it's an idea that and, and I, there's books on this topic too so it's certainly not an original idea but it's an it's something that since i have heard about this and been thinking about this it is just reappearing all over the place like i am finding myself every single day at different points thinking about this concept well what is this concept you may ask um This is the concept of playing to win versus playing not to lose. Love it. And what does that mean? I'm asking you, Dad. What does that mean? Oh, you're asking me now? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) But what that means is in every aspect, you know, and, and yes, this doesn't apply to things that might be like administrative, mundane, whatever, but... In any kind of situation where there is an objective, right, or a goal, are you showing up and truly playing to win? Or are you just showing up and playing it safe so that you don't lose? You know, or, you know, you, you do like, that safe thing and you kind of like, you know, fly under the radar. Or are you willing to take the risk? Are you willing to think outside the box? Are you willing to get strategic to truly play to win? So not like me, like I'm really good at sleeping. I can do it with my eyes closed. (laughs) That's the way I snuck a dad joke in there. I've seen you do it with your eyes open too. (laughs) No, that's very, that's very, very true. Oh my God, you just got us with a dad joke. I did. You didn't even get it. I didn't even notice it. I snuck a dad joke in under Christina's (laughs) eyes. Wow. I didn't even notice it happening. But it fit. It did fit. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, I would prefer that they kind of like organically appear rather than the way that you sometimes wedge them in where they don't make any sense. Yeah, both are fun. Okay. <laughs> for me, not for anybody else. 
but no i love that that's really really good your uh th this topic of you know to win versus not to lose because to me not lose not to lose is like i'm just doing enough to coast in my job <clears throat> excuse me and move forward right but you're not really moving forward you're just pushing paper from the left side to the right side exactly right well and and i just think about the way that this has been appearing to me is like think about and i'll use this in a work perspective right but as as i do all kinds of things throughout the week i see these things where we are playing right mm -hmm. and in in all in all situations we are playing right the resources are being used people are doing things and it's an entire team it's not one person some people on that team are really playing to win and it's obvious but if the entire team isn't playing to win it becomes really hard and and that's when sometimes we we lose so more and more i'm just i'm i'm looking at situations and thinking if we're going to show up damn it like let's show the f up and do it right. because otherwise we should just all be honest with each other and say hey i don't think we have you know maybe we don't have a shot at something and or maybe it's not a good fit and if that's the case we should walk away um but if we're going to do it let's freaking do it give me an example because you're you were talking about let, let's do an example of something you know like that and uh, well i'll give you know. an example right now um with the way the market is right now a lot of people are shopping they're shopping for new vendors right they're looking evaluating existing partnerships to make sure that you know pricing is aligned because mm -hmm. in in 2020 2021 there was so much market volatility there was you know supply chain challenges so I think there were a lot of things that, you know, were just kind of outside of the norm. Right. And you're thinking you're talking about business market, not yeah. stock market. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm that. talking yeah. about the business. That's a good, right. good. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Clarification. My brain, <laughs> Thank you. My brain stopped working. Um, <laughs> the mimosas. I'm the one whose brain is supposed to stop working at my age, not you. <laughs> There's just a, a tiny splash of orange juice in my mimosa, in my Prosecco this morning. <laughs> um, so anyway, no, yes. Thank you for the clarification. But yes, I'm talking about in a business perspective. So things kind of got out of whack, right? Where I think that, you know, many people in a buying situation, um, were unable to contain costs in some pers in some respects. Right. Price increases happened in an un at an unprecedented rate because the you know raw materials, everything, people's time, everything was just right more expensive, mm -hmm. right? And you couldn't get stuff, so you had to kind of get it wherever you could. Exactly, yeah. supply and demand. So I think right now, I think that the market is kind of resetting itself in a sense where you know people are are looking at okay what is competitive now what is fair now mm -hmm. and uh, in a lot of cases they're reevaluating relationships they're reevaluating um pricing all of that so with that i see an influx in you know rfps your requests for proposals that are mm -hmm. happening for for those of you that that acronym isn't familiar right um and that's a situation that I think about often because for an RFP to take place, it requires a whole lot of resources. It requires a lot of time. Um, it's an investment, right? Mm -hmm. And I look at it and I say, okay, like if we're going to invest those resources, let's make sure that 
everybody on that team is like truly playing to win. And what that means is that every single person that shows up to do their part is looking at it from the standpoint of, if we're going to do this, what would a way that I can do my part or think through the other parts that have to happen Mm -hmm. and put us in the absolute best situation to win? And I'm not saying that we have to win every time, right? But if we show up in a way that we could say we did absolutely everything in our power to, if we decide we're going to participate, that we're going to play to win, then you feel okay if you lose, right? Because you pro- you put it all out there. Well, you gave your best. You, you gave, gave your shot. absolute best. And you thought you thought about everything. You sat and and gave it thought and research and effort rather than just responding in in an average way. Right. Okay. So right. if we know that we showed up in a way that we truly played to win and you know as we were looking at pricing, we looked at the most strategic way to approach it. We made mm-hmm. sure that you know what we put out there is competitive, you know. These are all the things that I think go into it. Like when we think about the content, the you know, did we really think through the way we answered questions and make sure that we said just enough, not too much, right? right. Or, you know, those are the things. Like, And that's just one example. It's one example. Because it takes and a village to do that. And it's like, yeah. why do it unless we're going to really show right. up well? Now, another example, and I'll take it from, you know, for those of you not in sales, but, you know, doing your job and, and so on, in contract negotiations, let's say, you know, it's very easy to... Uh, a vendor gives you a new contract or something and you just kind of, you know, move it along or accept it or don't challenge certain things or don't look at how things could potentially be done better, you know? Now, the challenge, by the way, in this, and I'm going to bring something out that we didn't discuss earlier, so I hope you don't mind. But Easy there, none of us, sir. None of us are an island and what... I find sometimes is that you could be playing to win, but I'm not playing to win. And I either work for you or I'm your boss. And I'm like, Christina, hurry up. Just just get this thing, get this thing out. And you you want to do a better job with it. And you have to actually sometimes sell playing to win up to your superior. Or you have to work with your direct reports to get them because you're not putting the whole thing together. You need other people to fill in information and you need to get them to do it also. Well, and that's 1000% the whole point of this freaking podcast (laughs) episode is that one person playing to win does not equal a winning team. Correct. So it's a matter of how you can drive influence, right? And Mm -hmm. how can you get everybody on board with playing to win and sort of kind of cut through the bullshit of like, is this something that we want to go after, right? Or is this something that's that's important for us to do? Whatever it is, right? right? Is this something like, if it's important, how do you get everyone else to feel that it's important so that everybody is playing to win? Or how do you motivate that kind of behavior? Like you're talking about, um, I think it's a great example from, you know, a a contract kind of like audit perspective. It would be very easy. It's probably somebody's job to renegotiate a contract. Mm -hmm. But what does renegotiating a contract mean? 
playing to win means you're looking at the market as it is today. You're looking at your business as it is today. You're thinking through what needs to change. You're thinking through what's going to put you in the position to have the best right. relationship and you, partnership. You're also you're not sharing just putting it three with more other years on experts it. you have at your company right. in different areas and saying, hey, this is what we had over the last three years. Is there a better way that this part could be done based on, like, for example, IT, uh, marketing, finance? In other words, reaching out and, and saying to different areas and saying, what do you think? Is there, is there something better that could be done before I just, you know, beat them up on, try to beat them up on price or, or whatever? Or you know? asking, asking your partner or vendor, what have we not thought about that we should be thinking about before we renegotiate this? Correct, correct. Now, all of that takes, and this is where I'm saying- It all, all takes of, time, right? It takes and time thought. and thought and thought by other people. And that's why I'm going to give, so if those of you listeners, if you're saying, you know, wow, you know, yeah, this is good. I like all this, but how do I control the people who work for me? And how do I control my peers? Don't forget the peers. Um, that you're asking, let's say you're asking IT or accounting or whatever other department, and they're like, don't bother me with this. I got my own work to do, right? And you're, you're potentially your boss. Um, one thing that I can tell you is always act the way you want to act. Be the leader personally and amongst your peers and direct reports. You follow? Let them complain or let them whatever but most of the time if you are proactive and just do it people will simply acquiesce to you and that also works managing up but i think i think you follow yes i also think there's certain things that you can start to kind of put a system to yes because if i think about can you always control everybody else's mindset Sometimes you may have somebody that against all, they're just not going to become somebody that's super motivated to really think outside the box, take risks and play to win. So how do we set ourselves up that we have, what does somebody who's playing to win do in this situation? Mm -hmm. And then you, you kind of articulate those items. Like what are the attributes of winning at each step in this process? And you articulate that as part of the role. Beautiful. So that becomes a winning mindset becomes playing not to lose for those that you right. know aren't going to think outside the box themselves. So you've planned the winning strategy, yeah. if you know what I'm saying, the playing to win and documented it, you know, or yeah. even just noted it down so people know what it is that you're talking about. Right. So yeah. I, so if I were to break that down in like the RFP mm -hmm. example that I'm talking about, maybe that playing to win mindset is when we're looking at pricing every single price gets at least two benchmarks mm -hmm. that are external from the industry. Right. Um, you know, the strategy is that we're going to look at the most efficient method always. Um, you know, so maybe starting to put some of those things in as like a system, we can kind of start to control for those that aren't going to be evangelized to say, yes, I'm so passionate about this. At least they know the things that have to get done in order to it. play to win. I love it. And and that that factors into the fact that you're excited about that you're playing to win and you're you want to do this because that's your and my modus operandi. But 
in no way, shape, or form is that the person in another department who has to supply you with some of the pricing data, for example, it's not in their DNA, let's say, right now at that point in time to do that. So you have set a benchmark for them very, you know, succinctly. When you do this for me, please do this and this. Right. And I mean, the same could be true in contract right. evaluation, Correct. right? Like Correct. you have a template of what has to be true in order for you to, you know, advance a contract for right. another three years. Correct. Has so if I'm reaching the... out, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I mean, I'm reaching out to IT, let's say, and I say, do me a favor. Would you just look at this from the standpoint of, uh, do we still want our servers, you know, in-house doing this? Is there a way on the cloud or give me some better suggestions maybe yes. that would benefit you, you and your area, you know, to make this more efficient and potentially cost effective. Well, but the template, right, right. of like a play to win. So if we're thinking about ways that we can kind of help to create a play to win environment where maybe the mindset isn't quite there mm -hmm. would be for contract renegotiation that these three business groups have reviewed existing contract and provided feedback to their current state. Right. And um, feedback that um, references efficiency, for example, cost control right. and future proofing it, you know, right. so as technology changes, are we prepared, you know, for the I've, future? I've met with the current partner to explore enhancements to the program. Right. 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 Or, so, I mean, you can have things like that that are called out, you know, as we kind of go through that. It's like, how mm -hmm. would you play to win in that scenario? Right. Very um, good. I think another thing that's important is in order to play to win, people need to be bought in and invested in this. So right. is it something that we want to win? That's and I think point. that's where you know, having those conversations up front to say, is this good for us? Do we all agree or do, do the right people agree, right? That need to support this. Mm -hmm. And if we all agree, then, then we're going to play to win. Right. And what does that look like? That's where we go back to like, Correct. you know, how, how can we drive the criteria of what a winning team would do, mm -hmm. but having that buy-in because it's, it's better to punt on different things. Right. If there's no value. Well, it could be no value or, the pricing or the or the relevance or the potential opportunity is not large enough to spend the resources to do right so you know again playing to win might mean uh okay this one i don't care that much about and we just move this one forward or, it, we, well, or, exactly. we, don't, or and, we don't participate at all. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. And in your scenario of contract negotiation, maybe it's not important. So it just gets pushed, right? Because it's correct. not worth the it's, sweat equity. It, correct. And in, in my example of an RFP, we choose not to participate if it doesn't seem like it's an environment that we can win in. Right. But if we're going to participate, then we play to then win. Then you play to win. Yeah. And that would be, you know what? I, I love the way you you put this basically you play to win when winning is relevant and material and you know and material is an account sorry i'm an account former recovering accountant material <laughs> means important it's important relevant to the whole that that's really good that's really good so basically playing to win also means that you're figuring that out before you dive in because we don't want to be you know, Joe's so excited about this. Well, it's only $500. Who cares? Right. Even if we screw up, it's $500. You know, like we don't care. 
versus, you know, a $10,000 contract or something like that, that might be important. Yeah. Well, and, and I think like the concept that you need to have buy-in and that has to be established at the, at the very beginning, because one person playing to win, if it's a team sport, <laughs> doesn't correct. really matter. So right. that's a big piece of it is internally, like as, as individuals, I think we really need to assess where we're at and say, is the team bought in? Because if I'm the only one bought in and I can't influence anybody else to see the path to winning or to get bought in or on, on board with this, well, that's not a recipe for winning not, either. Right. So I think that's a, a big thing to be honest with ourselves about. Mm -hmm. You can't force other people. So it's got to be something that you can get by in. You can change that, right? You can influence people and all of that. But if nobody else is there, then there's, there's no point in trying if it's a team sport and you're the only ones playing to win. Correct. Very good. This is very good. I like your, I like your example. And, you know, RFPs, you know, requests for proposals and stuff like that. They're very interesting because a lot of companies I know in my past, when my, a lot of clients I had, wouldn't even entertain one because they just felt that it's some company sending out, you basically feel like you're doing that company's dirty work to figure out what they might get and you're really not going to get the, you know, get the proposal versus meeting with somebody you know, uh, you as a salesperson meeting with the potential client, understanding their needs and figuring out that you might be in the running because some of these RFPs is like a, like buying a lottery ticket. I mean, true, you know, except that they cost a lot of work versus money. <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could probably, we could have a whole freaking conversation yeah, on, just RFPs, on RFPs, right. but I think that, um, there's a time and a place and, and part of that playing to win is really evaluating these things up front and, mm -hmm. and having clear parameters for when you will invest your resources to participate. Right. And I, I mean, but when you do, we do win, you know, we win RFPs, you know, and yeah. no, so no, no. there right, are, right. you know, there's, I think there's a time and a place and sometimes it's a matter of, you know, big corporations sometimes have some of these buying processes that are in place. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to compete for them, it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of resources. So play to win or don't play at all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, it, and you know, it really does come back to, I feel, and a lot of what we talk about, because I think it's just business and being better, you know, like always trying to be better. It comes back to your own personal you know, what, what do you invest in your job? Are you invested in the job? And do you want to do a good job at that job? Yeah. You know, and there are a lot. And that's why I, I tell you, I always, I really believe this. It is not hard to succeed, really, because so many people are average and don't play to win and just want to make sure that they keep their job. They do just enough to fly under the radar and not get fired, right? And I'm, I'm not being critical. There's so many people do a wonderful work. But if you can just be that little bit better, you know, that person that does think like this, you not only keep your job, but you'll move up in the job, make more right. money, be more marketable. So it just makes sense, yeah. you know, just to give back, 
you know, give more to your job than you think your job is even asking you. Well, and it's you know? not even just about work. I mean, this can be applied in any area everything, of your life. Everything. I'm for yeah. people that are, you know, that truly are in a competitive sports environment. They probably know this much better than anything we're explaining. But even in your like relationships or, mm -hmm. you know, friendships at home, you know, I think that that whole playing to win mindset that it could be a game changer in a marriage or a relationship Absolutely. if you're doing Absolutely. things with the goal of like, you know, in enhancing your partnership and things like that. So it's not just this isn't just like a business concept. It's I think a concept that if you look at the things that you value in life and the highest value areas that you participate in personally or professionally, always looking at how you could play to win and eliminating things that are unimportant. Yeah, you're right. I have to eliminate some things. <laughs> is it this is this podcast one of them? <laughs> are you going to continue playing to win at morning coffee and mimosas, or are oh, you going to are you going to retreat from that? But you know, my boss asked me why uh, I, I only get sick on work days. I said it must be my weakened immune system. <laughs> weakened immune weekend system. Immune system. <laughs> Okay, listeners, I am so sorry for us to end on a low note like that. But um, I, I do my best to try and, and keep us, you know, high and, and uh, well, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. To no. keep us on a high note. But, you know, my dad just keeps, he keeps dropping well, us down to new the lows. The problem is you drink the mimosas and I'm drinking the coffee. So I'm kind yeah, of so, alert. You yeah, know? except it seems like you are the one drinking the mimosas considering these dad jokes that just keep appearing. It's true. He's about to say another one. So let's wrap this up before he I'm gets in there. One. Listeners, thank you for being with us. If you liked what you heard today, please share with a friend, follow, subscribe. Um, I don't know any of the ways that you can do everything follow she our said. content and That's share right. with a friend. If you have an idea for a topic or an episode, hit us up at morningcoffeeandmimosas.com. We would love to hear from you. Great. Thank you. Wherever you are, whatever your story Thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. I saved us from a dad joke. You're welcome, listeners. We almost well, got three. No, nope, 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 I nope. Have it. Hey, every zip, night zip, I have zip. a hard, oh. I have a hard time remembering <laughs> something, but then it dawns on me. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Ay>, yeah. <ay>, Sorry. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>